Genesis 39 through 41, 13. Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an Egyptian officer of Pharaoh, the captain of the bodyguard, bought him from the Ishmaelites, who had taken him down there. And the Lord was with Joseph, so he became a successful man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Now his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord had made all that he did prosper in his hand. So Joseph found favor in his sight, and became his personal servant, and he made him overseer of his house, and put him in charge of all that he owned. It came about that from the time that he made him overseer in his house over all that he owned, the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house on account of Joseph. So the Lord's blessing was upon all that he owned, in the house and in the field. So he left Joseph in charge of everything that he owned, and with him there he did not concern himself with anything except the food which he ate. Now Joseph was handsome in form and appearance. It came about after these events that his master's wife had her eyes on Joseph, and she said, Sleep with me. But he refused and said to his master's wife, Look, with me here, my master does not concern himself with anything in the house, and he has put me in charge of all that he owns. There is no one greater in this house than I, and he has withheld nothing from me except you, because you are his wife. How, then, could I do this great evil and sin against God? Though she spoke to Joseph day after day, he did not listen to her lie beside her or be with her. Now it happened one day that he went into the house to do his work, and none of the people of the household was there inside. So she grabbed him by his garment, saying, Sleep with me. But he left his garment in her hand and fled and went outside. When she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and had fled outside, she called to the men of her household and said to them, See, he has brought in a Hebrew to us to make fun of us. He came in to me to sleep with me, and I went outside. So she left his garment beside her until his master came home. Then she spoke with him with these words, The Hebrew slave whom you brought to us came into me to make fun of me. But when I raised my voice and screamed, he left his garment beside me and fled outside. Now when his master heard the words of his wife, which she spoke to him, saying, This is what your slave did to me, his anger burned. So Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, the place where the king's prisoners were confined, and he was there in the prison. But the Lord was with Joseph, and extended kindness to him, and gave him favor in the sight of the warden of the prison. And the warden of the prison put Joseph in charge of all the prisoners who were in the prison. So whatever was done there, he was responsible for it. The warden of the prison did not supervise anything under Joseph's authority, because the Lord was with him, and the Lord made whatever he did prosper. Then it came about after these things that the cupbearer and the baker for the king of Egypt offended their lord, the king of Egypt. And Pharaoh was furious with his two officials, the chief cupbearer and the chief baker. 
So he put them in confinement in the house of the captain of the bodyguard, in the prison, the same place where Joseph was imprisoned. And the captain of the bodyguard put Joseph in charge of them, and he took care of them, and they were in confinement for some time. Then the cupbearer and the baker for the king of Egypt, who were confined in the prison, both had a dream the same night, each man with his own dream, and each dream with its own interpretation. When Joseph came to them in the morning and saw them, behold, they were dejected. So he asked Pharaoh's officials, who were with him in confinement in his master's house, Why are your faces sad today? And they said to him, We have had a dream, and there is no one to interpret it. Then Joseph said to them, Do interpretations not belong to God? Tell it to me, please. So the chief cupbearer told his dream to Joseph, saying to him, In my dream, behold, there was a vine in front of me, and on the vine were three branches, and as it was budding, its blossoms came out, and its clusters produced ripe grapes. Now Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, so I took the grapes and I squeezed them into Pharaoh's cup, and I put the cup in Pharaoh's hand. Then Joseph said to him, This is the interpretation of it. The three branches are three days. Within three more days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your office, and you will put Pharaoh's cup into his hand, as in your former practice when you were his cup-bearer. Only keep in mind, when it goes well for you, and please do me a kindness by mentioning me to Pharaoh, and get me out of this prison. For I was in fact kidnapped from the land of the Hebrews, and even here I have done nothing that they should have put me into the dungeon. When the chief baker saw that he had interpreted favorably, he said to Joseph, I also saw in my dream, and behold, there were three baskets of white bread on my head, and in the top basket there were some of all kinds of baked food for Pharaoh, and the birds were eating them out of the basket on my head. Then Joseph answered and said, This is its interpretation. The three baskets are three days. Within three more days Pharaoh will lift up your head, from you, and will hang you on a wooden post, and the birds will eat your flesh off of you. So it came about on the third day, which was Pharaoh's birthday, that he held a feast for all his servants, and he lifted up the head of the chief cupbearer and the head of the chief baker among his servants. He restored the chief cupbearer to his office, and he put the cup into Pharaoh's hand. But he hanged the chief baker just as Joseph had interpreted to them. Yet the chief cupbearer did not remember Joseph, but forgot him. Now it happened at the end of two full years that Pharaoh had a dream, and behold, he was standing by the Nile, and behold, from the Nile seven cows came up, fine-looking and fat, and they grazed in the marsh grass. Then, behold, Seven other cows came up after them from the Nile, ugly and thin, and they stood by the other cows on the bank of the Nile. Then the ugly and thin cows ate the seven fine-looking fat cows. Then Pharaoh awoke, but he fell asleep and dreamed a second time, and behold, 
seven ears of grain came up on a single stalk, plump and good. Then, behold, seven ears, thin and scorched by the east wind, sprouted up after them. And the thin ears swallowed the seven plump and full ears. Then Pharaoh awoke, and behold, it was a dream. Now in the morning his spirit was troubled, so he sent messengers and called for all the soothsayer priests of Egypt and all of its wise men. And Pharaoh told them his dreams, but there was no one who could interpret them for Pharaoh. Then the chief cupbearer spoke to Pharaoh, saying, I would make mention today of my own offenses. Pharaoh was furious with his servants, and he put me in confinement in the house of the captain of the bodyguard, both me and the chief baker. Then we had a dream one night, he and I. Each of us dreamed according to the interpretation of his own dream. Now a Hebrew youth was there with us, a servant of the captain of the bodyguard. And we told him the dreams, and he interpreted our dreams for us. For each man he interpreted according to his own dream. And just as he had interpreted for us, so it happened. Pharaoh restored me in my office, but he hanged the chief baker. Matthew 19 When Jesus had finished these words, he left Galilee and came into the region of Judea beyond the Jordan, and large crowds followed him, and he healed them there. Some Pharisees came to Jesus, testing him, and asking, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any reason at all? And he answered and said, Have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female, and said, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother, and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined, no person is to separate. They said to him, Why then did Moses command to give her a certificate of divorce and send her away? He said to them, Because of your hardness of heart, Moses permitted you to divorce your wives, but from the beginning it has not been this way. And I say to you, whoever divorces his wife, except for sexual immorality, and marries another woman, commits adultery. The disciples said to him, If the relationship of the man with his wife is like this, it is better not to marry. But he said to them, Not all men can accept this statement but only those to whom it has been given. For there are eunuchs who were born that way from their mother's womb, and there are eunuchs who were made eunuchs by the people, and there are also eunuchs who made themselves eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. The one who is able to accept this, let him accept it. Then some children were brought to him, so that he would lay his hands on them and pray. And the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, Leave the children alone, and do not forbid them to come to me, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. After laying hands on them, he departed from there. And someone came to him and said, Teacher, what good thing shall I do so that I may obtain eternal life? And he said to him, Why are you asking me about what is good? 
There is only one who is good. But if you want to enter life, keep the commandments. Then he said to him, Which ones? And Jesus said, You shall not commit murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. Honor your father and mother, and you shall love your neighbor as you love yourself. The young man said to him, All these I have kept. What am I still lacking? Jesus said to him, If you want to be complete, go and sell your possessions and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Come and follow me. But when the young man heard this statement, he went away grieving, for he was one who owned much property. And Jesus said to his disciples, Truly I say to you, it will be hard for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven. And again I say to you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were very astonished, and said, Then who can be saved? And looking at them, Jesus said to them, With people this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Then Peter responded to him and said, Behold, we have left everything and followed you. What then will there be for us? And Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you, that you who have followed me in the regeneration when the Son of Man will sit on his glorious throne, you shall also sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or farms on account of my name will receive many times as much and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be the last and the last first. Acts thirteen twenty six through 52 Brothers, sons of Abraham's family, and those among you who fear God, to us the message of this salvation has been sent. For those who live in Jerusalem and their rulers, recognizing neither him nor the declarations of the prophets which are read every Sabbath, fulfilled these by condemning him. And though they found no grounds for putting him to death, they asked Pilate that he be executed. When they had carried out everything that was written concerning him, they took him down from the cross and laid him in a tomb. But God raised him from the dead, and for many days he appeared to those who came up with him from Galilee to Jerusalem the very ones who are now his witnesses to the people. And we preach to you the good news of the promise made to the fathers, that God has fulfilled this promise to those of us who are the descendants by raising Jesus, as it is also written in the second psalm. You are my son, today I have fathered you. As for the fact that he raised him from the dead, never again to return to decay, he has spoken in this way, I will give you the holy and the faithful mercies of David. Therefore, he also says in another psalm, You will not allow your Holy One to undergo decay. For David, after he had served God's purpose in his own generation, fell asleep and was buried among his fathers, 
and underwent decay. But he whom God raised did not undergo decay. Therefore, let it be known to you, brothers, that through him forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you, and through him everyone who believes is freed from all things from which you could not be freed through the law of Moses. Therefore, see that the thing spoken of in the prophets does not come upon you. Look, you scoffers, and be astonished, and perish, for I am accomplishing a work in your days, a work which you will never believe, though someone should describe it to you. As Paul and Barnabas were going out, the people repeatedly begged to have these things spoken to them the next Sabbath. Now, when the meeting of the synagogue had broken up, many of the Jews and the God-fearing proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas, who were speaking to them and urging them to continue in the grace of God. The next Sabbath, nearly all the city assembled to hear the word of the Lord. But when the Jews saw the crowds, they were filled with jealousy and began contradicting the things spoken by Paul and were blaspheming. Paul and Barnabas spoke out boldly and said, It was necessary that the word of God be spoken to you first, since you repudiate it and consider yourselves unworthy of eternal life. Behold, we are turning to the Gentiles, for so the Lord has commanded us. I have appointed you as a light to the Gentiles, that you may bring salvation to the end of the earth. When the Gentiles heard this, they began rejoicing and glorifying the word of the Lord, and all who had been appointed to eternal life believed, and the word of the Lord was being spread through the whole region. But the Jews incited the devout women of prominence and the leading men of the city, and instigated a persecution against Paul and Barnabas, and drove them out of their region. But they shook off the dust from their feet in protest against them, and went to Iconium. And the disciples were continually filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. Proverbs seven twenty four through 27 Now therefore, my sons, listen to me, and pay attention to the words of my mouth. Do not let your heart turn aside to her ways. Do not stray into her paths. For many are the victims she has brought to ruin, and numerous are all those slaughtered by her. Her house is the way to Sheol, descending to the chambers of death. Psalm 17 Hear a just cause, Lord. Give your attention to my cry. Listen to my prayer, which is not from deceitful lips. Let my judgment come forth from your presence. Let your eyes look with integrity. You have put my heart to the test. You have visited me by night. You have sifted me, and you find nothing. My intent is that my mouth will not offend. As for the works of mankind, by the word of your lips I have kept from the ways of the violent. My steps have held to your paths. My feet have not slipped. I have called upon you, for you will answer me, God. Incline your ear to me. Hear my speech. 
show me your wonderful faithfulness. Savior of those who take refuge at your right hand, from those who rise up against them, keep me as the apple of the eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings, from the wicked who deal violently with me, my deadly enemies who surround me. They have closed their unfeeling hearts. With their mouths they speak proudly. They have now surrounded us in our steps. They set their eyes to cast us down to the ground. He is like a lion that is eager to tear, and as a young lion lurking in secret places. Arise, Lord, confront him, and make him bow down. Save my soul from the wicked with your sword. From people by your hand, Lord, from people of the world, whose portion is in this life, and whose belly you fill with your treasure, they are satisfied with children, and leave their abundance to their babies. As for me, I shall behold your face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied with your likeness when I awake.